I'm your host, Jared Mendez, and alongside me is the newly braided Ryan Williamson. <laughs> okay, just just put it on blast, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like you're about to tell me, like, bro, we're about to pimp your ride. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no. Uh-uh, no. No, you don't like exhibit. We gotta, we gotta acknowledge exhibit. No, I do. Though. He, he's, he's the, he's the outro song. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love to pimp my ride. Whenever, whenever that show was on, I think it was, I was in the fifth grade. I had a pimp my ride sh- uh, shirt for some reason. Don't ask why. Uh, wh- hold on, wait. Why? I, where did you get that from? I, like, I, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But. Were you part of the cast? Like, were you part of the crew? Like, did y'all? <laughs> I, I think my mom got it for me when there was a goodies. Do you remember goodies? You yes. ever heard of that? Yeah. So that's yeah. where. Um, but yeah, I got sent home from uh, from school for wearing the shirt. <laughs> what? I, I was out here. I was out here pimping too many rides. <laughs> no, no, no girls though. No girls. <laughs> What? Yeah, I'm a, I was a wow. bad boy. Okay. Bad boy. <laughs> Why did they say because of the shirt? Yeah, say, just said, because it said it's pimp. It, yeah, because it said pimp. Oh my god! That's okay. when like that's when like you know remember when you would say like oh that's pimp or like this is pimping when something was yeah. cool or was that just like yeah. white people trying to fit in? It might have been that. <laughs> 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 I mean, some people say it. Uh, in like the upper Midwest, I probably say, yeah, that's um, super white. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, you would probably uh, Nelly, you know, remember Pimp Juice. So, I mean, that kind of could play within that. Yeah, Nelly kind of fell off. Um, yeah, kind of fell off into what. It's kind of like John Ross's career, and which which is a perfect way for us to you know discuss the news in today's NFL. So John Ross is he, he was a top five. He was top five, right? Or was he top ten? No, nah, he was like top ten. Yeah. Okay. So top ten receiver, the fastest receiver. Didn't he? He won those cleats um, mm-hmm. from Adidas. And injury, injury can't see the field had a couple of good games last year now this year he's back to can't see the field and i think he was on the field for one snap so he's the first receiver it's not aj green surprisingly for cincinnati to be like yo give me the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah do we think I mean, anything's I... gonna materialize from this no i mean i i kind of no hell no i don't even i don't even know how he lasted this long I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked too because I I sometimes forget that he's even on the roster. And <laughs> besides, but the only thing that I know about John Ross is yeah he's fast, but that's it. And like even then like <laughs> he's not on the field for me to know for sure that he's fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like really like make a difference like to make a difference on the field like I mean, I'm, yeah. The Packers are linked to him for some reason, and I'm like, really? Yeah, like, you guys know something that I don't. I, I guess. I mean, ob- obviously that's your job, but mm-hmm. 
he hasn't done anything since he's been in the in the league for four years. Yeah. Four or th- three or four years. I don't know. I don't think I don't think anyone's gonna I, I guess a sixth round pick would be the most like that he would value. Yeah. I, I was just thinking that. I was kinda thinking like what somebody would actually offer for him. But yeah, it'd be like a six. That's crazy. You know, for you to be a first round pick and then not do anything and then your value Nothing. is at a, is a six round pick. Yeah. Or you're just gonna be cut. Yeah. Other news, uh, before we jump into the week six recap, the biggest news that kind of shook the airwaves today, Tua Tugaviola is now the Dolphins starter after their bye week. And I'm not a fan of this move. So I need to know your opinion because I know you like Tua. And I like Tua too. But you're the you're the three and three Dolphins. Fitzpatrick has not been stupid yet. You know, they they know what's probably coming. But yeah. he's been winning you ball games. Has that offense clicking yet now you feel as at the time after the bye, which I get because they're probably wanting to get that extra week of reps with the ones. Yeah. But so much chemistry was already built through these first six games and your second place in the AFC East by one yeah. game. I don't, I don't understand the move. I mean, I, I get it. You want to, you want to showcase your new rookie quarterback, but you do that when things aren't going well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I totally agree about that. I was about as shocked as you cause I didn't expect it at all. Um, and I don't, to me, I don't see why you would push him to start. Uh, just let him ride the bench. Like, let him learn. Um, it's no – like, I don't understand it. I think – I'm just, like, dumbfounded, honestly. <laughs> I, I kind of think, really, it's maybe the pressure from other rookies taking, you know, more snaps, starting – uh, you know, they might feel the pressure from that, but I don't, but to me, I still wouldn't feel any pressure to just start him after this buy. No. Um, just let him learn. And that's what a lot of other teams fail to realize is that the longer you have a quarterback sit back and learn from a veteran, the better they are in the future. Well, that's the weird thing with the league now is, you know, it's kind of like the whole Jordan Love thing where mm-hmm. people are already thinking that he's going to replace Rodgers, which he very mel- like, well may in a mm-hmm. year or two. But, you know, the way that we have done it as an organization is sit and mold. Mm-hmm. We're not th- throwing you to the wolves, which I feel like they were – and you and I talked about it and we were broke down the AFC East – this offseason that this is something that they need to do with Tua. One, because of his injury. I don't understand how last week he throws two passes, I believe. And then you're and then you're like, yeah. Hope, yep, he's he's fully healthy. He's ready to go. <laughs> no, he hasn't touched he hasn't gotten met by a defensive end coming no. right into his hip. Mm-mm. I I 
one, the injury liability is still there. And yes. two, I just feel as if, yes, ten, or not Tannehill, but Fitzpatrick gets a lot of shit for his boneheaded mistakes sometimes. And, you know, he is just an old game manager and a journeyman. But when, when your team's clicking, your team's clicking. Yeah. Don't yeah. disrupt that locker room for the younger guy, which, I mean, he very well may incite an even greater culture, but I don't, I don't know. It, the, the Dolphins are that shocking team this year. I mean, they almost they, – they went toe-to-toe with the Seahawks, mm-hmm. almost beat them. They've been in every single game this year Yeah, to where they could easily be 4-2. and two. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's definitely – once you throw two in, because he has to build the chemistry with the starters – like, you know, you probably – I don't know if the starters are still in when he got in, but he probably got the second offense receivers or yeah. tight end and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> it's going to take more than a week for you to build chemistry with your number one, you know, number one, number two, your starting receivers and running back. I mean, now if y'all lose, <laughs> you know, this game because of that, it's your own, it's your own fault. Yeah. One final thing before we jump into the recap is I think the thing that makes me the most upset about the Fitzpatrick, you know, benching per se Mm -hmm. is it happened in the most non like Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't deserve this to potentially be his last like farewell. Yeah. I wanted a four interception his brain is melting on the field mm-hmm. and you know it's just he's throwing lasers trying to fit into windows <laughs> that he can't fit into he's just getting destroyed by defense that's that's my Ryan Fitzpatrick that's the way he should have gone out yeah Gun, <laughs> guns blazing guns blazing <laughs> just fuck it i'm here <laughs> i i i know this is it for me but see, and yeah, I don't know. It's the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins. There's, there's still the Dolphins. But yeah, maybe that maybe they'll shock shock everyone and prove that it was the right decision. But that said, let's jump into the week six recap. And Ryan, you have a little yes. bit of explaining to do. <laughs> Are you talking about say, uh, say you're say you're sorry to Xavier? No, I'm not say saying no. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to say no. <laughs> so, oh, man. Ryan, tell the people what your record was. Uh shoot, was it uh, was it five and was it five and eight or five and nine or something like Mr. that? Mr. Ryan went five and nine. Yeah, in his pickums, and then he had the audacity to try to basically <laughs> accuse me of manipulating the spreadsheet. No, he, no. no, he was like, he was like, I didn't pick all those wrong games. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, you did. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I guess it's. I mean, it's the NFL. I mean, every week is different. So I went ten and four. I am now sorry, Ryan. 
It's just the facts. I'm now leading the season 61 and 29 and 1, while Ryan sits at 60 and 30 and 1. So we're neck and neck finally again. Oh, okay. Yeah, Still yeah. Really, really good on the year. But mm-hmm. let's jump into those games. Let's start out with Chicago versus Carolina. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I say- I'm not ready to sit. I'm. The Bears are still frauds to me, but <laughs> yeah. impressive. Yeah, uh, Their defense is looking really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I watched that game, and it was a really impressive game. I defensively they look good. Offensively they look terrible. I just still, uh, yeah, I still can't buy into the Nick Foles thing. Yeah, nah, because I mean. Like, this man is literally throwing off his back foot every pass. It's like a fadeaway jumper. Um, eventually, his ankle is going to either get snapped in half or he's not going to have one. What is, okay, no, so what because, is up with everyone, like, wanting to break ankles? <laughs> well, <laughs> no. I mean, because, like, if you're fading away and you're on your back foot, eventually somebody's going to either hit you and it's, you're just going to land wrong. So, um that's just like in basketball, if you're taking a jump shot and somebody comes to, you know, either block your shot or put your put their hand in your face and then you fall down on their ankle, yeah. you roll your ankle. So, yeah. um, but back to the Bears. Yeah, I still don't. I can't buy into them. It's not yeah. me wanting to hate them. It's just like I know the defense is good. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But. but that's kind of you're still in the same situation that you're in with Trubisky. Yes, yeah, and it's just slightly you, better, if that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and I don't, you know, the next couple of games, I think they have like some tough matchups, if I remember correctly. Let's see. So this next week they have. The Rams, so yeah, that'll be a that'll be a good game. That'll be a little bit of a prove it game for me, as far as the Bears go. Yeah, the Rams are are coming off of a loss too, so that'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no, Carolina, just you're still not there. It was fun. I mean, you're gonna be a a like I've been saying all year. They're gonna be one of those teams that are you know, always in the game, yeah. but the defense just worked Teddy and made Teddy basically have his first bad game of the year to where he didn't yeah. look, you know, as consistent as he usually is. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's just what you are Carolina and we'll see what Chicago could do once they, you know, truly get tested around on some of these division games that are coming up as, yeah. as well as the Rams game next week. But um, in another prove it type of game, which I, I told you, Ryan, this was the easiest bet and pick of the week. Cleveland versus Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch the end, but certain someone ended the game on the bench. <laughs> Enlighten me on what that, like, that ordeal was. So I guess Baker. See, I didn't watch it either. I guess Baker uh, got benched. Apparently, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, Case Keenum came in and played, but uh-huh. he didn't do much of anything anyways. So with that being said, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. Uh, but yeah, um, I think at one point, I looked at fantasy because he's on my bench, and I think he had like negative five. Yeah, he had like negative like, five point six or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like he threw. I don't even think he. Yeah, he threw an interception and then whatever else, but it didn't. It threw a pick well. six, and it was hilarious because no, <laughs> okay. I was watching it, and I I knew he was going to throw a pick like on this on this play. Wow. I don't know. It, it was just like one of those he's looking way too long at this receiver mm-hmm. and then Fitzpatrick just jumped right in front of him and took it to the house. I'm like, thank you, Baker. <laughs> <laughs> but, Dang. yeah, I mean, this was just one of those one of those games that we talked about that, okay, Cleveland, that's your – you're four and two or, or they're mm-hmm. four and one. Yeah, they're four and – yeah, they're four and one. Good job, but are you for real? Can you beat this Pittsburgh team? A team that you have not beaten at, at their home in 17 years. <laughs> Damn. And <laughs> the, I mean, the Pittsburgh just – the Steelers just did what they do best and destroyed Cleveland as they do year in and year out. Yeah. Um, the one thing – I mean, the defense, like the Pittsburgh's defense – was at Baker's throat literally because um, I was looking at some of the sacks and the hits that he was taking. I was like, wow, dang, off the highlights. But the one thing I would say is I'm kind of not sold on the Steelers' defense right now. I'm not. Uh, yes, they did have, you know, some interceptions and pick sixes or whatever and a whole bunch of sacks, but this is the first team that they actually – allowed only it like you know they kind of blew out every other game hasn't been like a blowout yeah but i mean and we talked about last episode too that they haven't been up to their caliber yet and i think they take Mm -hmm. a blow with the injury that they just took i'm blanking on the name of them right now it's um devin bush devin bush um that's gonna be a big blow for them but i think this was their game to where they're hitting their stride and they're going to be able to parlay this into further weeks to come. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I, I the defense there, now it just depends on if Big Ben can string together normal Big Ben games. Because Big Ben, yeah, he's made the offense a thousand times better, of course, but yeah. he's not doing the type of the stat lines that we're accustomed to seeing with Big Ben and yeah. all of his weapons that he has. That's true, yeah. But, I mean, next week going to be a tough matchup. Oh, uh, the Titans, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, Denver versus New England. Upset of the day? Yeah. I ugliest think so. upset, ugliest win. You you kick six uh, field goals. Way to go, goals. Denver. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, before we jump into this, fuck New England and Cam Newton and Bill <laughs> Belichick because you ruined so many teasers in our group. Oh, wow. <laughs> now yeah. we can talk about the game. 
Yeah. Not a lot to talk about. This is an ugly no. game. Yeah. Um, it, it really wasn't all that great. I figured that, you know, at least Bilicek would at least had, you know, defensively would have stopped them more. Like, I probably figured that they probably wouldn't kick maybe one or two field goals. But, you know, for them to kick six and get in range to do that. Um, but then also for the Patriots to only score 12. With Cam, with their savior back, Cam Newton. Yeah. Uh, you know. First time since, I believe, 2003 that the New England Patriots are under 500. Yeah. 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 Also, shout out Ryan for drinking a Jones soda right now. Or is that just water in a Jones soda glass? No, what? Who, who does that? I don't fucking know. Maybe you. <laughs> no. Nah, yeah, it's a Jones soda. I fuck heavy uh, with Jones wait. sodas. Okay, well, I mean, I got cream soda, but I really wanted root beer, but they yeah. didn't have any. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Cam Newton, him coming back was fine, but. I just don't know what to, what to make of Nikhil Harry. Every time I've been watching him, I'm like, you should be so good because you're he's fucking jacked. And when yeah. like before this season, I always thought he was like five eleven because he was that mm-hmm. speed guy, and he's over here like six four, running a four three. And I'm like, yeah. this dude should be a monster. Especially with Cam Newton, but couldn't do that. The running game is still up in shambles as it usually mm-hmm. is in New England. This just is not the typical Patriots team, which we all understood was going to be the case without Tom Brady. But this whole year doesn't feel normal for the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, and everybody literally, like, there's some people that I've talked to was literally saying that Cam is taking them to the Super Bowl. But how, if you look at the games, I don't see nothing Super Bowl-ish, you know, no, ish no, no, no. About, about it. Um, <clears throat> they just look flat. Yep. Yep. I mean, they, uh, I, this is not a Super Bowl caliber team no. at the moment. It's not not even, even the defense. No, like it's not even a it's not even a division champion. Yeah, you, you might no. not even win your own division. Yeah. Um, game of the week. We'll move into Houston and Tennessee. This was. <laughs> I feel like my brain was going on fire just watching this game. It was awesome. See, I didn't even oh, it didn't come on out here, but oh, okay. I thought you were about to yeah, to it didn't come rude. on I out you were here. About to say something rude about the Titans. no, okay, no. Okay. Why would I? What? I Not know. yet. You had that. You had that. Look <laughs> in I had to get you. But I, okay, let's let's talk about the let's talk about the play. I, I'm sure you know this play. It's the Texans score. They go up seven mm-hmm. with what probably. I think it was like a minute and a half, or maybe it was still a little. Oh, left in the you two talking minute. about the the, the, uh, the, the the final Texans score to put them up like thirty six to twenty nine or something like that. Yeah. Okay. 
Romeo Cornell, I get it. You're the interim coach. You want to, you know, make your mark. You're, you're, you're playing with house money. Fuck it. You're, they're not going to hire you. Let's just try and get this win. Yeah. But an analytic, analytical Twitter can come out and be like, oh, well, he, he should have gone for the two anyways. But no, it, I don't care if your analysis said something like that. Take your fucking field goal, go up eight points, force them to make a full drive, and then force them to make an extra play. I know they have Derrick Henry. That's, that's fine. But mm. you still get the opportunity to stop them instead of just giving them that chance to just march down the field, kick their extra point. And I get it. Going up nine, you put them out, you put the game on ice. But that was your golden opportunity right there. I'm always going to take the points. If I go up eight and force another team to march yeah. down on me and then yeah. they have to go and try and get a two-point conversion, <clears throat> that's, that's the mentality every single time. Yeah. This was a crucial game for them to get back on the on track. They were starting to string together some wins if they get this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of weird because usually anything, if you think anybody that's underneath the Bilicek tree would have just kicked the field goal. <laughs> so, I mean, um, yeah, that's kind of bizarre. I, don't, I, I mean, I don't I, know. I get it. Romeo Cornell was just trying to to squeeze one and, you know, be the smart coach, which mm-hmm. that's awesome. You got balls to the wall for that, but it's it's the age-old thing where if you make it, you get celebrated. If you don't make it, you're a fucking idiot, and <laughs> that's yeah. what you are. I mean, no, I, <laughs> damn. I mean, the one thing I probably would congratulate him on is coming back on the Titans. Because, you know, usually with the Titans, they kind of run away with the game sometimes. But for them, for the Texans to come back and, you know, on them. Because at one point, I, I just looked at the bottom of the uh, – at the scores, and I saw it, and I was like, whoa, hold on, wait. You know, because I saw the Titans were just whooping them, and then I was like, damn, hold on. And then I saw it was like, what, the same? It was either tied or, like, they were down by, like, three points or something. I don't know. But I was just like, damn, okay. I mean, I applaud him for that, for him to come back and do that, because it's a lot of teams that don't do that against the Titans. Once they up about 21-28, that's pretty much it. You know, the writing's on the wall, but – for him to do that, that means there's some flaws in the Titans' defense. Well, b- yeah, but before we jump to the Baltimore-Philadelphia game, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say the Titans' defense is not what they've been made out to be. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They have the pieces there to be a really good defense, but they're definitely not consistent at all with strong play. This is yeah. two. We- this is two weeks now that you're – you're getting torched, you know, from the Bills and uh, the Texans. So that they need to get that under control a little bit. Yeah. It's like we talked about, I think it was before the Bills game, that they have to, they have to win a game convincingly. Yeah. Which they were yeah. doing for the most part of this game. Yeah. But then Deshaun Watson 
he's he's looking like normal Deshaun Watson again. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, slanging it. Yep. <laughs> uh, Baltimore, Philadelphia. I told you this was going to be a weird one. It's where Baltimore yeah. should should have destroyed this Philadelphia team, but Philadelphia mm-hmm. is getting chippy. Carson Wentz is starting to get comfortable again, which he looked a little bad in the first quarter and then started to, you know, string them together and yeah. almost won the game. Should have and could have won the game if Miles Sanders brings down a touchdown early on yeah. in that game. Hmm. I don't Cause know. Cause I think when I wanna, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I just don't know what this Baltimore team is. Uh, I mean, I'll probably say, cause what they were winning like 30 to 10 or something like that at one point. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. Maybe their defense got tired. Um, usually their defense doesn't let up, but for them to, you know, actually let up 18, un, you know, unanswered points and for them to almost tie the game up, uh, then I don't know. Because I think it, what it came down to the two-point conversion and they stopped it on the two or something like on the two or one. I don't know. I, I wasn't uh, – I didn't, I didn't really watch the game. I was following it, but – and I just saw Philadelphia keep chipping away at the lead. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, well – Fuck, go go and win it. <laughs> Why don't you? But yeah, <laughs> they fell short. But I'm just—I think this is more of a glaring thing for Baltimore again. They I mean, have not yeah. been consistent this year. No, they haven't. But I mean, eventually, like usually with them, you know, they're they'll they'll tighten it up before week eight. You know, they might have a couple hit or misses that are like close calls, and it usually be like one one or less but this has been what two you know because kansas city yeah beat the brakes off them and then it was a close call so yeah by week eight they usually tighten everything up but i don't know who knows yeah they have to do something to they're kind of in that boat with the, with tennessee is you know mm-hmm. let's yeah win it convincingly against a good team though because we know <laughs> you're gonna win it you know baltimore just freaking rocks terrible teams mm-hmm. yeah they did it but to yeah, your uh your redskin or oops bleep that out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> football team uh, a couple weeks ago but yeah speaking of the the football team oh ryan dan danny dimes did you in trash trash now i mean i know a couple weeks ago remember how i was telling you uh, that they need to start letting him run the ball, right? Danny, oh, he's the leading yes. rusher on their team. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, they need to that's start not letting good. him. <laughs> I know it's not good, but <laughs> I know it's that's terrible. But you know, I, I said a couple weeks ago that you know, let him run out of the pocket, he's fast enough to do that. Um, but yeah, that's not good for you to be your quarterback to be the leading rusher. I mean. And <laughs> yeah, were were they about to win the game? Was Ron Rivera going for the win, or was he just going to? No, he was going for the win. He was going for the win because it was yeah. a two, yeah, uh, for the two point conversion. But it was to me, I don't, I don't understand it. See, don't, this seat. So this is the issue. 
Okay, if you wanted a pocket passing quarterback that doesn't run, then get a pocket passing quarterback. If you wanted a mobile quarterback that is allowed to run, get a mobile quarterback. I think they trade so, Haskins for at the deadline. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. But I mean, you're you're pulling the plug. You know, you gave him hope for one year, and then you're pulling the plug. So then, what you are you going to tank? Are we in tank mode now? Like along with everybody else, like with the Jets, with. Uh, the Jets are their own version of tanking. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, but that's what I'm, you know. But honestly, uh, Kyle, who is it, Kyle Allen? Yeah, he yeah. should have ran. He could have ran and got the two-point conversion. Yeah. But he wanted to throw the ball. Because guess what? Ron Rivera wanted him to be a pocket passer. I just... I don't understand <laughs> yeah. even trying to win to just go win it in overtime. This is, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter much because it's the East. And even with this loss, there's still what a game back <laughs> yeah. or a game and a half. <laughs> yeah. Like game and a half. I mean, but, I tie the game. but yeah, just go tie the game. Go, go yeah. try in overtime. Not not a lot See, to talk about that game. Unless, no, no, um, do you no, want to keep no. ranting? I'll let you keep ranting. No. Get stuff off I'm your done. chest. No, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is a safe space. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I can't... <sighs> Look, you're supposed to be... What is he, like 60-something? Don't say anything bad about Ron Rivera right I'm now. Not gonna say anything bad. You stop I know it. that. I'm not go- what? I'm not gonna say anything bad. Mm. But for you to be a sixty year old coach and to have all this knowledge of head, you know, of being a coach, a head coach, a, a defensive coach, take what's simple. But I mean that's where this is his bread and butter though. River wrote Ron. That's just that's what he's done. But I mean your stick is kind of stupid when you don't make it. Exactly. Upset of the week in terms of us, what I tell you, them dirty birds. What I tell you, them dirty <laughs> And so we're talking about Atlanta versus Minnesota right now. Tragedy mm. game. <laughs> Told you, Ryan. And I didn't, I did not bet. Because I can't do it. I can't bring myself to solely bet on the Falcons. But if there was a week yeah. to ever do it, it was this past one. And, <laughs> oh, my God, it was so fun watching them just beat the absolute dick out of Minnesota and watching <laughs> Kirk Cousins implode on the field. And I did have the over, and that hit. Okay. I was very worried at first, though, because they weren't – Minnesota wasn't doing anything. Yeah. But, yeah. The Vikings just suck. <laughs> the Vikings are bad. Yeah. I mean, look, like we, we said this before. It's a reason why Kirk Cousins is not in Washington. Y'all saw yeah. – I don't know what y'all saw in him. But then for y'all to pay him 80 plus $84 million and extended for three them. years and extended him and for have – to have him do this to you 
Why are you paying him? Way to go, (laughs) Like, why are you paying him? Great franchises do great things, Ryan. It's it's not easy being a Viking, you know, and with all their success that they've always had in their career (laughs) and the Super Bowls. Oh, the losses in the Super Bowls, I meant to say. Yeah. (laughs) It's they know what they're doing. They're they're okay. They'll be okay. No, they don't know what they're doing. No, they don't. I think they're going. Kirk to, Cousins they're taking... is Kirk Cousins is gone after this year. Yeah. Um, who the fuck is their head? Coach I don't even know name? who their backup is. <laughs> I don't know. I just always think it's Sam Bradford because <laughs> of his ugly chipmunk face. With his oh wow, dang! <laughs> but all right, back to the game. Um, Atlanta looked good. Julio looked. Really good vintage Julio performance. Yeah, the hamstring's fine, but I, I, is this Romeo not, guy gonna? You know, he he might string together some wins now. What if the locker room rallies around this Romeo Harris guy, or is it Raheem Raheem? Who the the head coach for Atlanta? Oh, Raheem Morris. Raheem Morris. Yeah. Um, they might. The rally, I mean, they rally around them and string together some wins, and lo and behold, there's your next head coach. Nah, he's Teams not do this. There. Yeah, but at, but never mind. I'm not going to say what I want. He's not going to be the next head coach. We'll see. You know it, and I know it. <laughs> he's not going to be. Adam just like Gase. Rome, just like, <laughs> exactly, just like Romeo. Romeo is not going to be the next head coach either. So, yeah, and he's going to be Adam Gase is going to be. He's going to have three head coaching jobs next year. So. Before jumping into the Detroit Jacksonville game, uh, one little weird piece of news popped up is that there's insiders, apparently, quote unquote, in the inside the league that believe the Falcons might try to shop. Julio and Matt Ryan by the trade deadline, which I started thinking about it once I saw it. I was like, well, that's really weird. But then I started thinking about it. why not? You know, you'll get you'll get first round picks. I bet you get a first rounder for Julio, even even at this point in his career. He's still that good. Maybe a second, but you know, bring in some capital, build the draft. You have two good young wide receivers. You just got your tight end. Go improve the defense and spend a first-round pick on your quarterback of the future. You know your season's going down south. Mm -hmm. And Matt Ryan hasn't looked like normal Matt Ryan. I guess, I mean, normal Matt Ryan was (laughs) never that good. But Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah you could probably get a first for Julio. I'm not trading a first for Julio. Uh, for Matt Ryan's, I don't know what you what you can get for him. Maybe a second, maybe a third. Yeah, but but also, who's gonna pay his deal? Yes, it'll be split in half. But I'm not paying for a 34 year old quarterback just so he could throw ducks and be a up. Uh, upgrade from Kirk Cousins. I'm someone, not. Someone will in pay that. for Matt Ryan if they <laughs> wanted to. I mean, you look at Indianapolis; they're paying for Philip Rivers. Yeah, and you see, you see exactly what they're getting. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right, Detroit versus Jacksonville. 
one of those games that was another easy one to pick. This yeah. Jacksonville team is just not good. Mm-hmm. Not to say Detroit's good, but maybe yeah. Matt Patricia's becoming a little smarter. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, we we have a very dynamic running back that we just drafted this year in DeAndre Swift. Maybe we should use him. Yeah. Maybe you should, Matt, because he's <laughs> really good. Yeah. And then, you know, when Kenny Galladay came back, though, and you give me shit for liking Kenny G, but he made, he made the offense a lot better. Yeah, he, he did. He started moving the ball with much more consistency Yeah, and, you know, in a positive manner. They weren't going mm-hmm. three and out, three and out. He, he, he took – the top defense, like the defender off and let the, let the offense become more free. Yeah. Um, he did. And he has a whole bunch of highlights to show for it too. That one, that one catch that he had. Wow. That was amazing. Um, and that's what he, that's what he's going to do. Um, but Matt Patricia needs to actually just believe in his, the people that you drafted. Like, yeah. Bro, you got Swift and Carrion Johnson, and then you go pick up Adrian Peterson. And then you workhorse Adrian Peterson. <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. Like, you're about to get fired and not even see what the picks you actually drafted. I, I don't know. I think, I think he might be keeping his job right now. Yeah, but then he's, like, realizing, oh, oh wow. Let me use these people that I, <laughs> you know, that I drafted. Like, this was all part of my master plan, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to be in a, I like to be the underdog. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the weirdest games of the day, Cincinnati versus Indy. I was watching this one because I had the, I had the Colts for our survivor p- pool in the <laughs> Dynasty League. <laughs> And I was were, like, were you, were you sweating? Yeah. I was like, and then Tristan like chimed in. I was like, what if we split it? I'm like, I mean, fuck, I'll be down to split it. But then like, you know, then I was, I saw the Patriots were still like kind of in their game. I was like, well, Tristan's going to end up winning it. Yeah. And then here comes Indianapolis somehow. Phillip Rivers just shot putting the ball down the field. And <laughs> I feel this was a, a Herbert loss for Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. You know, Joe Burrow looked really good. He had them up, I I think it was 28 to 10 too, Mm -hmm. similar to the Baltimore game. And you just have Indianapolis come back on you and score 21 unanswered. Yeah. And Joe Burrow is just looking at like, what 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 the hell else am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Where's this defense that can't stop this Philip Rivers? <laughs> I don't know. It. I don't. I, I don't feel. Know. I feel bad for these rookie quarterbacks that like have to deal with this bullshit. These type of losses. Like, I mean, every quarterback goes through it, but it's just. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see these young guys succeeding against these vets on the def- on the other side of the ball. Yeah. And then their own guys can't just stop them a couple times to preserve the lead. I don't know. See, 
I don't know. And, and the Bengals' defensive line is pretty good. That's the other thing. It's not like they're trash. No, they're pretty good. Uh, <laughs> the funny thing I was thinking about when you were talking about all this, about like Phillip Rivers and stuff, some of these young quarterbacks was like, why won't they these old fogies retire? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, just retire. Like, just go ahead. And that's probably why Tom Brady is like, nah. I'm going to beat up on y'all until I want to retire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Philip Philip does need to hang him up yeah. after this year. Yes, he does. But, yeah, it was a good game. Indianapolis came back, won it in a thriller. Um, let's pivot to a bad game, the worst game, the game that no one should have paid attention to, the Jets versus the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> I – and mad at myself for not betting against the Jets week in and week out yeah. because they're 0 and 6 against the spread now. And I did not want to bet this week uh, against them because it was minus nine and a half. I was like, this would be my luck that Adam Gase has his dumb week and <laughs> you know, ends up winning or keeping it close. No, Miami, yeah. I won't say torch them because it was only 24 to zero it should be worse but mm-hmm. i mean they didn't do anything against the the miami team so yeah obviously they didn't do anything like then, they didn't even score like <laughs> no so the only highlights were two like, well the jets losing yeah. <laughs> 24 to zero and then Tua coming in for two plays after fitzpatrick you know won them the ball game mm-hmm. and now to a wins the starting job <laughs> so there i guess go. that's the highlight yes yeah, the highlights. yeah literally okay I mean, it's ain't nothing else to talk about so nothing else a game that i was on cloud nine at first and then <laughs> i wanted to just fucking run into the lake green bay <laughs> versus tampa bay i hate you so much tom brady and I know what you're going to say. Like, Jared, are they still a 9-7 and seven team? I will say this. I don't think so. Okay. Because, and, and, and this, okay, we'll, we'll go quick on this too. But this whole bullshit about the Tom Brady, like, you know, willed this team and, like, was doing everything in this game. Yeah. I was seeing that headline a lot. Like, what the fuck did he do? <laughs> he, he touched the ball once by the time they were up 14 to 10. Yeah. The defense is good. The, the, yeah. I, but, but where was this defense last week when they were playing the Bears? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, because it's like they're hot and cold. Like, you should have stopped. If, if, you, if you only let Green Bay to score 10 – Y'all should have stomped the bear. The bear shouldn't even scored. No. Yeah. I I tweeted it out as soon as we were watching the Tampa Bay game. As soon as it ended, I checked the line, and it, I saw Green Bay was plus three. And I was like, you want me. Here's free money. <laughs> and I don't bet on my teams, but I was like, I don't trust this Tampa Bay team at all, mm-hmm. especially after that Bears, yeah. Bears game. And I got played yeah. – won't bet on my team again, but what a complete 180 
of what yeah. I saw at Soldier Field. Yeah. And a complete 180 of what the Packers have been all year, besides the first yeah. two drives. I don't <laughs> – yeah, I, I was going to text you, and then I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to text you. <laughs> no, it, it was hilarious. Jenny, I was I was in a really sourpuss mood for after, like, the pick six and, like, almost another pick six, and yeah. she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, you've been – we've been doing this for 10 <laughs> years, honey. <laughs> How do you not know if if the Packers are losing or the Badgers are losing or Tottenham's losing – my that's that's my emotion i don't want to fucking talk to anybody <laughs> especially with the packers i get mean when the packers lose. <laughs> that's why i didn't text you <laughs> i was just i was like what what do you mean why why am i in a bad mood <laughs> look at the score exactly oh wow that's okay uh we'll get him we'll get him next time yeah. <laughs> uh, Rams versus the 49ers. Oh my gosh. Did you watch this game? I didn't watch the game. I I cuz I didn't I didn't bet on it cuz I was too demoralized to put anything on it. <laughs> um but no, please tell me are the 49ers back to me in the 49ers? Uh maybe. Um the really I mean the only besides really takeaway besides a healthy run game, I mean yeah, they but that, that even a run game wasn't even all that, you know, cracked up to be. I mean, shoot, Debo Samuel literally was the run game. Uh, and then uh, George Kittle pretty much ran away with that game. Uh, the Rams looked horrible. Uh, every pass that golf through was either – it hit everybody in their hands and it was dropped. It was a lot of – I'd probably say it was like two touchdowns that were dropped. You know, um, and they scored that one touchdown late in the fourth quarter, but by that time it was too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game was wild, but it was kind of like maybe are the Rams, just like the Bears, are they a little bit, you know, a little bit of fool's gold? You know, y'all look great for the, you know, the the first couple of games. Y'all look great, and, you know, y'all lost or whatever. But now it's like when y'all actually go up against a team that has, like, the pieces to kind of contain your receivers, is you're, you're done, you know? That is interesting. That's going to be really fun, you know, when we break down week seven on friday but you know that's the that's the fun part about especially with this game too because san francisco has looked terrible mm-hmm. a lot of this season you know people have been joking around like maybe it's the hangover still and you know then the rams are looking good so now they're both up in the air like what do we do with these teams are the 49ers you know back to where they were last year is are the Rams back to where they were last year? You know, not yeah. not being successful, and so this will be one of those fun. Th- these two teams are gonna be fun to watch in general in the league, but also as they, you know, nip at the heels of the Seahawks in the West. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially when they play each other, you know. Oh, that's always again. Fun. So yeah. yeah, 
my my thing before we advance to Kansas City Buffalo is I don't know if golf is the answer. See, and that one of my cousin's friends as a grew that's an LA native and grew you know the Rams is his team. When I first met him, that's what he said. He said, "I don't think Jared Goff is the answer." You know, you paid him all this money, and then what do you get from him? I don't know what you paid him. I don't know what you paid him for. Yeah, I don't know either. Because you could have literally just let his contract ride out. Yeah. Yeah. Something that both of those two teams have quarterbacks that you're like, I don't know if you're it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. I still don't know if Jimmy G's it for San Francisco. He could have his good games, yeah. but I mean. He's still middle of the pack, in my opinion. Yeah, see, in that, that's a whole nother topic, kind of, for me, is stop paying these quarterbacks. Stop just because they're in this system. They sat behind Tom Brady for two, three years, whatever. Like, that doesn't make them good. Tom Brady is great, but just because they sat behind him don't make them great. Yeah. Mac Miller said it best, besides even Matt Castle made a scent. Remember Matt Castle? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Goes ten and six and then he's like, here, money. <laughs> yeah. Uh Kansas City versus Buffalo, the first Monday night game. And before we jump into this, fuck the Thursday night games. Give me two Monday <laughs> night games forever. And I think yeah. I think the NFL will implement this because they're 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 seeing everyone loves this. Mm-hmm. It was awesome when I walked in the door, turned on Prime, and there was a football game on. Yeah, no, no issue at all. Yeah. Um, but no, this I tweeted this out when I was watching it. This is a this was one of those levels games. Buffalo. I I enjoy watching Buffalo. I've been on – it's been a bad two weeks for the Josh Allen <laughs> bandwagon. But yes, this is this was a levels game because Kansas City is here, cream of the crop. And then you got Baltimore, like, even still a little lower than that. Mm-hmm. And then Buffalo in those, you're, you're really good, but you're not great like Baltimore or Kansas City. And this yeah. game proved it. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I think I tweeted out that this kind of felt like a Thursday night game. It was kind of a little a little snoozy because uh, <laughs> I was really hoping for Kansas, Kansas City to just really throttle them, you know, even if it was raining. They I mean, were. Actually, I mean, the, just not on the scoreboard. Yeah. The, the, the scoreboard makes it look closer than it was, but mm-hmm. the Bills were getting – fucking gouged on the ground yeah yeah the first drive uh yeah because i remember yeah when i tweeted it out and you were like man this at me uh like <laughs> josh allen looked terrible Ter- the first pass that he threw was underthrown the next pass that he threw was overthrown and then i think he got sacked or something like that or i, I can't remember but his first drive was terrible his second drive wasn't even Nowhere better than that. And I was just like, are the Bills fools gold too? Yeah, I mean, that's something we got to start looking out for is, are we sure that the Bills are good? 
I still think yeah. they are, but this is definitely a headline that is going to be circulating, and they're they're under a microscope now. Mm-hmm. To they're now back in that they're kind of in the Cleveland stage. Like, okay, prove yeah. it. Yeah, prove it to us that you're good. Yeah. See now, now to me, what I think we we both probably picked the we Bills picked, to win the division. Yes. Now I don't know. Is yeah, it? Is it? Is it? Yeah, Miami? it's wide open. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, is it Miami? It, it's looking like it's Miami. I don't know. Yeah, whenever they play, that'll be a fun one. Yes. All right, closing out the show, Arizona versus Dallas. <laughs> it's always very demoralizing when you have a shitty defense and then an electric offense and then a good a, a, a decent defense and then a very good offense and you can't go over 56 points. I hate you so much, Dallas. And I don't know why I bet this game because it should have registered in my head that Andy Dalton isn't quarterback, Jared. They're not going to score points. <laughs> and it should have registered in my brain, like, take Arizona money line at plus money because you picked them in the pick Exactly. Yes. <sighs> but Arizona was working the Cowboys <laughs> – from the second second quarter through on, and not a lot to be said. I mean, Zeke, I don't know what is going on with Zeke this year. <laughs> Nobody and, does. Andy Dalton, you fucking Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore, take off the headset and come into the game. I bet you can do a better <laughs> job. The defense for know. Dallas is so bad. Yes. I there was a point, Ryan, when because we played each other in fantasy, and I was up like two points because yes. Judy, or not Judy, but CD and uh, and Amari, uh, Amari weren't doing anything. I was like, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, I might pull this up. <laughs> like, Andy Dalton is this bad to where he's not gonna even look their way. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was in here, um, literally watching the game uh, with my little cousins, and I was just like. Like, what is going on? Because I think CD had negative one. He had negative one because he made that fumble. Yes. And then um, Amari didn't have anything. So I was just like, yo, Dalton, all you had to do is throw the ball to them. This was terrible. And now I'm just like, why is Andy Dalton still in the league? Yeah, Why is he still in the league? Ryan, you were tweeting out about a certain number seven. Yes. Come on. Look, he would have did better than this. I'm telling you. you. I'm telling you, Cowboys fans would fucking riot if they ever signed Colin Kaepernick. Uh, But you know how many racial issues would be like happening outside of AT&T Stadium? (laughs) I know it would have been a lot, but then also they would have been winning. And Jerry Jones would have been out there on the sideline, you know, giving handshakes to everybody, sliding people money in their pocket. I don't yeah. think Ka- I don't think I don't think Kaepernick's the, the one. I don't think I know, but look, if it look at a you had a you probably had a board of probably like fifteen to twenty people at quarterback. 
there's probably some players that were retired, some people that were starters that are backups, like backups now, people that are not in the league. And out of all the 15 to 20 people, you pick Andy Dalton. Why? <laughs> like, why? Like, come on. Kurt Warner used to work at a grocery store bagging groceries. You could have signed Kurt Warner. You could have got a grocery bagger right now that would have did better than Andy, Andy Dalton. I would have did better. You would have did better. <laughs> like, you get a car. You get a car. <laughs> like, come on. I, I I will agree with you. I was watching that game. I was like, Jesus. I I thought you at least had something left, Andy. But and I I think I've always put Andy Dalton up on a pedestal in my brain because he he led to a, one of the many Rose Bowl losses that the Badgers had when he was at TCU. And yeah. at that point, I just I just hated Andy Dalton, and like he had some good years in the league, but I don't know what this dude is anymore. I saw a tweet that they should trade for Jameis. I'm like, but who says no? Jameis, <laughs> yeah, Jameis would succeed in that offense. Yes, he would. It'd have been, it'd have been, <laughs> it'd have been more like better. Uh, than this trash that we watched, but yeah, um, but yeah, that I, I can't, I'm still dumbfounded because you let him go the entire game and then you put his backup in who nobody knows uh, who it is, and then you actually have a third string quarterback that's actually been in the league that's decent, he just hasn't panned out, but like. Going back to what I said, you had 15 to 20 people and you pick Andy Dalton. And then did you look did you see when they put up like his uh his incentives? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. You need to look at that. One of the incentives at the end was he gets an extra million dollars if he wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Y'all got some wild expectations. That's that's <laughs> like, peak what? Cowboys. Yes. Um, um to close terrible. it to cl- to close it out. It's the, the Cowboys need to do something before the yes. t- trade deadline for a, another quarterback option because the team does have Super Bowl aspirations. They always do. They're the Cowboys every single year. They're overrated, but you know. Mm-hmm. They're always the ones that are like, this is the Cowboys' year. This is not a team that's going to make the playoffs. Well, ask that. They probably will if they win if They win their division because it's so fucking bad. That's, but <laughs> yeah. that's their only chance. They have to win the division. Yes. Because yeah. Andy Dalton's not going to give you a playoff run. He might not even make you give you a run into the playoffs. Yeah. So I'd be looking, I'm looking for Dallas to potentially make a move at the trade deadline possibly bring in a quarterback and just an upgrade there because someone, a lot of other quarterbacks can succeed with those weapons. Yes. But that's going to do it for this week's episode. It was fun breaking down these games and recapping them and just discussing what was going on 
through them all. We'll be back on Friday to break down week seven and give our opinions there. We'll break down the Thursday night game as well. And we look forward to seeing you guys then. And thank you guys for tuning in. When your anchor's on the line, stand ground and bust. In God we trust, but just in case, keep it loaded and locked, ready to rock and shake the spot, the foundation.